Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Islam's Literary. In today's episode, we're going to do a question. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, and that's a question I asked uh, probably like a week ago at this point. I don't know how we're scheduling episodes anymore. It's crazy town. Um, and that is, uh, what is Korean barbecue to you as a non-Korean person that lives in the United States? <laughs> uh, Korean barbecue is delicious. Uh, my first encounter with Korean barbecue was when I was in college. And I was never a meat person. I do eat meat. But the idea of all you eat is meat all in one go, it was a little bit much for me at the time. And uh, I feel like it's gotten a lot better. I do crave Korean barbecue more. I I guess I don't crave Korean barbecue necessarily. I crave the options. I crave having options. Lots and lots of options. When variety. I eat. When I eat, yeah. Uh-huh. You want variety? I give variety. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what cream barbecue promises. Yeah, and I I, I like that. That's that's pretty much what cream barbecue is. <laughs> it's variety. It's variety. Um. So, uh, this for those who have never gone to the cream barbecue, probably because like. I guess if you aren't taken to one of these things, like you wouldn't think about like I giving mean, it a try, right? Yeah, we we ourselves aren't Korean, so then like whenever we go to Korean barbecue, they have all. There's a certain way to eat your the I think the dishes, but we just don't know how to do mm-hmm. it. We just eat however we eat. But I'm sure there are certain ways you eat it. Like you do a wrap. Like they usually gives you like lettuce leaves, lettuce leaves with like dike, pickled daikons, and like all these sides. You're essentially supposed to make a wrap with your meat mm-hmm. and those sides together. I, I I've seen quite a bit of a how to eat Korean barbecue videos on on YouTube, and I most of them are like that. You do wraps with the meat. Yeah, so you're not just getting like piles and piles of meat in your uh, face. Yeah, uh, you are getting some some variety, lots of uh, greens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and pickles and stuff like and that. You, so and lots of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because you drink while. Yeah, it's usually oh, it's, it's one of those things that you because it's heavy. It's yeah. he- meat is heavy, so often you do with beer. Yeah, so we don't drink, so we, we don't, don't drink. we don't know. But that I think side that's how you it. do it. Um, so uh, it, it's difficult now with like COVID. Uh, but before COVID, uh, there are kind of like two types of cream barbecue, uh, places, I would say. Like when you go to, to the restaurant, there's the all you can eat uh-huh. and then there's the a la carte yeah, kind of style. The, the... And those are like usually two different kinds of restaurants. Yeah. It's either all you can eat or a the la carte, The quality right? is so much different too. When you do all you can eat is like the cheapest and most, most of the time they're all frozen meat. Mm-hmm. like thinly sliced no flavor whatsoever mm-hmm. and then if you do a la carte which is you order by the plate and they charge you by the plate the meat it's often very marble high quality um it's usually marinated in a one sauce or another there's and and they don't bring it out frozen mm-hmm. like the meat is thawed and marinated and it's perfectly cut you know and that, that's the difference. But of course, you're you're paying twenty dollars for all you can eat versus uh, twenty dollar for one plate. Yeah, you know that's the difference in quality of meat. So I mean, yeah, and like one plate is enough to feed like, like two people, two or three people. Yeah, so it's not like it's uh, 
Okay, no, it depends. Depends on where you go. We have been to places where it's like $20 and that plate has like three pieces of meat on there. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm trying to clarify, like when you do $20 per person, usually you're like a group of four to six people yeah. uh, that are enjoying it. So it's it's quite a sum at the end of it. Um, and you are sharing a bunch of plates of meat. Uh, whereas if you do the a la carte, if you're four to six people, you get a bunch of different plates and it's more or less comes out to something that's roughly the same, I would say. Mm. Depending on how like I don't, how I don't, voracious no. an eater the people in your group are. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, like I said, plates, you'll, you'll, if you buy it by the plates, you'll end up... Uh, your, your wallet suffers a bit more. Mm-hmm. But your taste bud's enjoying it. Your more. taste bud is very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so then at the all-you-can-eat places, uh, there's generally a few, like, menu options, right? Yeah, it's, like, the most standard is, like, nineteen ninety-nine, And then it goes up a level to, like, twenty four ninety-nine, where you have a little bit more options. And mm-hmm. then it goes up more. There's usually, depends on certain places. Some places have two options. Some places have three. But, like, usually the most expensive options are... The ones that have the best quality meat and the mm-hmm. most variety, especially like then they start adding like like Kobe beef or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, like really good nice cuts. meat. Yeah, but everyone at the table has to choose that option. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> the the thing, the annoying thing when you go to all you can eat or whatever with people. Is that the people you go with needs to be on the same page as you, or else like you're stuck at the lowest. You're level. stuck with at the lowest level because they only see money. You know, they only see the price value, not the choices that you get. And then you end up not getting the best cut, not getting the best variety, and it's just like, what's the point of coming here? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. So. uh when you go to either of them, uh, usually the first thing they serve you is a bunch of sides, right? Yeah. So you get there, you don't, don't even eat, get a menu. You get a I bunch of sides eat. that Lynn doesn't eat. Uh, can you describe what these sides are? I'm not Korean. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> yeah, but you've looked at them with your eyeballs and you've determined, uh, I'm too picky for this. Uh, but like, okay. how did you determine that? Uh, I think it depends on where you go as well. But often there's some sort of like pickle cabbage which is like kimchi Kimchi. Mm -hmm. that is like spicy spicy yeah yeah i never tried that because it's spicy or like pickled cucumbers which is also spicy a little less spicy i like those um and then you sometimes have like cooked bean sprouts sprinkled with like sesame oil and sesame Mm -hmm. seed like steamed right yeah yeah those ones are pretty good there's that there's salad Mm -hmm. uh there's some sort of like stir fry fish cake with onions. Oh, that one's really good, tasty. Yeah, but it also has chili. Yeah, it's made a little spicier than I'd like. Um, sometimes they have mashed potato salad. Not, Not sure a fan. why. <laughs> um, what else is usually there? There's sometimes like I think um, spinach stir fry or mm-hmm. like some sort of spinach green things. Mm-hmm. That one's not bad. Yeah, and then depending on where you go, they would give you uh, these daikon, which are white radish pickle sheets. Yeah, they're like three inches in diameter, I would say. Sure, because that's the size of the daikon. Yeah, like imagine a big big daikon radish and you cut it in sheets. 
Yeah. Uh, and they get pickled, so they're nice and uh, sweet and tangy. And crunchy. And, and then crunchy. you eat with your meat. Yeah, and it goes really good with the fatty, like, fatty cuts. Yeah. Uh, because it, like, degreases your, your mouth in the process. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with sushi. You mm-hmm. eat the, the, pickled the ginger. ginger because you're cleaning your palate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, of those sides, I really, really like the fish cake. Like, yeah. I usually just eat it cold. You like to put it on the grill to, like, like, get a little I like hot food. Char. If there's a freaking grill there, why mm-hmm. not make it hot? <clears throat> Durr. Durr. Like, why eat cold food when it can be eaten hot and much better? I mean, like, freaking 90 degrees outside and I still want a bowl of hot soup. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She's just broken in her broken little way. I am broken in my broken little way. Okay. I like soup. Mm. Um, Especially for some reason, the hotter it is, the more I want hot noodle soup. <laughs> I, I, there really is something broken about me. So in any case, uh, they bring you all the sides, they bring you the menu, uh, and at which point uh, you go ahead and pick which cuts of meat you want, right? Yep. Uh, so what are your uh, favorite and least favorite cuts that you like to get? I like if you go to a very expensive place... That is not all you can eat. I often like beef tongue because the cut is delicious. It's crunchy. It's tender. And it's not frozen. I think the frozen part is the part that bothers me. So when they serve (laughs) it frozen? Because they have to freeze it to cut it. Yeah. Also, they probably bought it pre-cut. Oh, yeah. It's pre-cut frozen meat and they just bring it out frozen. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have a meat slicer at a cream barbecue place. But... Yeah, I'm sure they have a meat slicer too. Um, so yeah, beef tongue is the the best. When mm. one uh, cut nicely, if it's if it's a super thin cut, you lose all the benefit, and it's just like not that great. Mm-hmm. So you need to have a thick cut uh, to get the the benefits of the a good slice of beef tongue. Yeah. Um, okay, so beef tongue great. What else is good? I don't like? know, man. <sighs> What about bulgogi? Why are you asking me a question like this? <laughs> <laughs> bulgogi is good. It's literally marinated beef mm-hmm. and soy sauce. It's like sweet, sweet soy, soy sauce. sauce. Yeah. yeah. So it turns out since COVID and all, we had to can go out. So we decided to. I was going to lead up to that later. No, I was going to show you how to make bulgogi. Okay. Tell us how to make bulgogi. The bulgogi. Like, I, I realized there is like apple or pear in it and usually like they they like blend it up into like a pulpy puree mm-hmm. and then they use that with like to marinate the meat mm-hmm. which maybe is maybe the enzymes of the apple like break down the meat a little bit probably and tenderize it mm-hmm. but the thing is when you go and cook it it makes such a mess because the the apple pulp or the pear pulp that you use is just still there because mm-hmm. we have a, a very shitty blender that doesn't pulverize everything to bliss mm-hmm. so like it leaves little bits and pieces so when you cook it on the grill it, like the grill burns so bad mm. but yeah it uses pear oh. or apple and we'll get to that like why we know that in a little bit because uh, we make them okay <laughs> way to spoil the end of the episode uh, so there's bulgogi there's kalbi what's kalbi i don't know beef Oh, short ribs. Yeah, short ribs. Also marinated, I believe. Yeah, and really tender. Depends, but yes. Yeah, tender cut. Um, 
and yeah like think think of like good old-fashioned american ribs how tender those are uh basically the same idea uh so we got those uh and then um yeah that's basically all we got isn't it <laughs> yeah well because like it, brisket is very boring yeah brisket but has everyone no fla- loves because brisket. it's frozen there's no flavor to it mm-hmm. and also you cut meat so thin like of course like, it's gonna be tender. you lose the the i don't know what meat is the flavor of the meat i think mm-hmm. yeah it's just a sauce delivery mechanism yeah at that point uh, which brings us to sauces. So usually you can get a few different sauces. You have their their sweet soy sauce dip. Right? You're talking as if you're an expert in this. I'm and not. Like, we're we're not, describing like, it yeah, for people what? who don't know what Korean barbecue is. So that wet their appetite. I feel who doesn't know what Korean barbecue is? Well, the people that might be listening. <laughs> okay. In any case, you got the sweet soy sauce, right? Yeah, some sort of sweet soy sauce. Okay. And then you have like a sesame oil. Yeah, it's like a salt, pepper, sesame oil mm-hmm. dip. And then you just got like salt and pepper. And you have salt and pepper. Sometimes they have like chili. Mm-hmm. Mix it up. Mix it up. Chili. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry. I, I give this episode one out of five because I have no idea what I'm saying. Nothing is coherent. Nothing is uh, flowing. <laughs> okay, leading us to the last chapter <laughs> <laughs> our one out of five episode uh uh so because of covid we haven't had the chance to kind of go out to eat cream barbecue because like eating in an enclosed space we're scared yada, yada, yada. of people yeah we are permanently scared of people and that's not going to be fixed anytime soon um so we decided to make it at home and you might be wondering like how on earth do you do cream barbecue at home well uh you go to your local asian market and they'd sell these uh, nice little portable burners that work on yeah, like, little canisters of butane gas. Yeah. Uh, and usually right next to those, there's a nice little grill <laughs> you can get. Yeah. And it is the exact same thing that they have at Korean Barbecue, basically. Um, and I suggest the- buy two if you're going to do it at home. That way, midway, you can swap out the grill. Yeah. Because, yeah. Buy two of the grills, not the burners. Yeah, or buy, buy two of the burners if you want to invite And buy over. four grills, then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get extra grills. Um. But yeah, like this has been like secret unlocked uh, for us because we never care to go to to Korean barbecue anymore ever since like we can do it at home. Yeah. And also doing at home, we get all the cuts that we want. All Mm -hmm. the. For much cheaper usually. Yeah. All the type of meat that we like and not just, you know, frozen stuff. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I'm I'm really hating on frozen stuff. (laughs) Remind me one more time. What do we do with extra meat that we have? We freeze them. (laughs) But then you, we thaw them before we eat them. Oh, so we don't eat them the frozen. Thing, the thing you about... You don't gnaw frozen no, meat. No, the like... thing about Korean barbecue sometimes is that like they bring out a plate and it's frozen. Mm-hmm. But it's because it's cut so thinly that it's okay that it's frozen. But I don't like that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, like Secret Unlocked, try Korean barbecue at home. Uh, do it in a ventilated area, like outside. Like outside, if you can. If you can yeah. Um, or inside with all the windows open and fans. No, the smell will still linger for for like a week or mm-hmm. whatever. Do it outside if you can. Like you say that as a negative, I'm like, mm, Korean barbecue smell for. <laughs> the thing good. is, it do, it's not the smell of Korean barbecue afterwards. Smell it's the barbecue. smell of smoke. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, that sudsy, like burnt smell that lingers for a week. Mm-hmm. And then you have grease and oil just floating in the air. air. 
And every time you walk into that room, your glasses just have a film of grease on it. We know, because we used to do Korean barbecue. We did it once or twice at an, at our apartment. Which did we, not have an outdoor. That did not have an outdoor, so it was so bad. Mm-hmm. But now that we have a backyard, we do it all the time. Yeah. Deliciousness. But also the thing about Korean barbecue is that, like, or any type of barbecue, you need to have lots of people because that's the only way for you to get variety. Yeah, and variety is key. Yeah, if you're this. doing two people Korean barbecue, you literally only buy, like, two two stacks of, like, even what one ribeye is, mm-hmm. like, good enough for two people and that your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And and a neat thing about a lot of Asian markets is they know people like to do Korean barbecue like at home, so they have like pre-cut platters, yeah, of like fairly good slices. Especially a Korean supermarket, yeah, Korean supermarkets, a okay, yeah, they they know what's up, um, and they have all the all the sides like in Pre- various parts yeah. of the market that you can go hunting for, um, like a even- Japanese market would have it too, but mm-hmm. not as men- much a variety mm-hmm. but korean barbecue go to a korean supermarket you can get all the cuts you want yeah and how do you know if a supermarket is korean if it's called h mart it's a korean supermarket uh not, not, that's not the only one there's also i know but that that's the yeah. easy that's the probably the biggest one in the u.s because the one in, in downtown los angeles is called little tokyo it's Place. a korean supermarket it's a korean <laughs> supermarket but it's called little little tokyo something mm-hmm. so it does not start with H. <laughs> it does not start with H. Uh, but a big chain is called H Mart, um, and they have a lot. Uh, 99 Ranch Market also has a lot of cuts, but it's not going to be... It's Chinese. Yeah, it's it's, it's Chinese. Um, just still catering towards, like, different different cuisines. Um, yeah. But it's going to be a little harder to find the sides pre-made. Like, the, the daikon uh, sheets are not going to be available there. You'll have yeah. to make them yourself, which, spoiler, is not very hard. Or all the kimchi hard. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I think kimchi is available. Yeah, but, like, the different You'll have, variety. like, two options, whereas at H-Mart yeah. you have 15. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I want Korean barbecue now. We just had it yesterday. I know, but, like, I want it more now. So good. Yesterday as in, like, the day that we record of yesterday. Yeah, not when this When this, when comes this out. episode comes out, it's no longer yesterday. So then we'll be ready. So when this episode comes out and you re-listen to it, then we'll have Korean barbecue. How's that? After we diet a little, <laughs> work off whatever we consumed. Yeah, it's very fattening. So good, though. So good. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Go try some cream barbecue at home safely, if you can. Yeah. I guess if it's your first time, that would be weird, because you don't really know what to expect. Um, so look forward to COVID things so you can try cream barbecue. A lot of places have been doing outdoor, I've noticed, depending on where you live. Um, so if, if a place has outdoor, then they usually use the same burner that we just suggested. If you're in, also Korean barbecue is not the only type of barbecue that's good. Mm -hmm. Japanese barbecue is also really good. And I would say Japanese barbecue is a step up from Korean barbecue. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get the same sides. Yeah. Like the sides are going to be non-existent if you like the Korean barbecue ones. Um, but the quality of the meat generally is a step up. Um, I don't know why... Like, that is in particular. I guess they just care more about good cuts of meat. don't know. But if you live in, I guess, California, if you live in the United States, I don't know. There's a place that is that does Japanese barbecue, mm-hmm. and it's fairly good. 
uh, I say the pr- the price is pretty decent. It is a little bit expensive mm-hmm. if you're it's comparing you it, and it's not all you can eat. And you're and it's not like if you're comparing it to Korean barbecue, all you can eat. The, it's a little bit pricier, but it is a chain, so you'll most likely find it, and it's pretty good. It's called Gyukaku. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that place it's pretty darn good for what Japanese barbecue is, yeah. considering it's a chain and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Japanese barbecue, which is called yakiniku yeah. in general, um, is like heavily influenced by Korean barbecue. Like if you have it in Japan, you'll get the Japanese the the Korean sides along yeah, with it. Yeah, everybody copies each other. So over there. everything is a remix with food, um, and uh, it's a different take on the same idea, basically. I I do prefer gyukaku mm-hmm. if I have to choose between Korean barbecue and gyukaku. Mm-hmm. Or Japanese barbecue. Because you don't care about the size. Right? I don't care about the size. Mm-hmm. I care about the quality of the meat. And the Japanese barbecue often has the best cut of meat and mm-hmm. the best marinated flavor mm-hmm. compared to Korean barbecue. We had a favorite place in uh, Little Tokyo that unfortunately closed yeah, down downtown. due to COVID. Due to COVID, yeah. So good. That was our best favorite place. They had Kobe beef tongue. I mean, Kobe beef tongue. Like, you've heard of Kobe beef, and you've heard of beef tongue, but Kobe beef tongue. Every piece was delectable. Yeah, yeah, because it's a $20 a piece. <laughs> for five five little cuts. <laughs> like, you paid for it, but yeah. it's so good. It's Kobe. I mean, the word Kobe is like, you know, mm-hmm. enlightenment, I think. Mm-hmm. And the scallops are good, too. Oh, scallops. I like scallops. Yeah. They serve them on a shell with a little bit of a butter. A little butter. You put it on the grill. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks Enjoy for... some cream barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.